0: What's up? This is Parker Jameson from the band Starkill. Hey, this is Tim Ripper Owens.
1: This is Brittany Slays from Unleash the Archers. Hey, this
0: is David Rivera from Ex Mortis. This is vicky Sarakis from The Agonist, and you're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast.
1: Metal Debate listeners. Tonight we have Michael Eulig with us from the band Deviants. Michael, welcome to the Great Metal Debate.
0: Hey Brian, nice to be here with you tonight.
1: Michael, for uh, some of the listeners that don't know as much about you and about Deviants, what I'd like to do is just kind of give us a a little brief history of Michael Eulig and uh, take us up to that point where you got to Deviants.
0: Alright, so basically I started started music right when I was 14, on my 14th birthday. I've been wanting to get into it uh, before then. When I was about 19, I started playing music and then I moved to... I started playing original music and bands and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And then I moved to Seattle and played for some decent bands over there.
1: What are some of those bands you played for out there?
0: Um, the one that really comes to mind that I, I got signed by a small label with is Thorns and Thrones. Oh, okay. I was with them for a while. It's was a post-funk war band. So I was in the heavier music.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then um, I was in a few other different bands that were you know, jazz-based or funk-based in Seattle. And then I moved to, after Iraq, I was, came back to Seattle, then I moved to Kansas. And from there, I joined, uh, I played in a few bands, went to Afghanistan, came back to Kansas, you know, to a pretty predominant uh, band called Brath of the Fallen, where I played lead guitar for those guys.
1: I see. What kind of music was that?
0: That was more um, than the lines of, uh, I would say, old school death metal mixed with a few new school death metal influences. I, I guess after after I got out of the military, after Afghanistan, I was doing back on the Fallen, then I came you to, to Louisville to go to school at U of l and I joined Trauma for nearly a year and then about that time September of 2014 I started Deviants.
1: okay so you've been in you know this is not your first rodeo you've been playing for a while it sounds like
0: yeah yeah I really enjoy it and I have a little bit of experience
1: now I'm just I, I mean I kind of fiddle fart around with music and uh, p- instruments and that sort of thing you know we're were you serious about it from the get-go? I mean like you said you started at 14. Did you know hey this is something I'm gonna do and it's something I'm gonna do for a while?
0: Um, I was, I thought about it more long-term than you know just it wasn't about you know playing covers and trying to pick up on girls. It was more about you know being influenced by certain musicians, certain artwork and trying to expand and elevate myself, and that type of artwork. Right.
1: But, so, you started with guitar, is that correct?
0: Yes, I started with electric guitar, and then a few years later, when I was like 20, uh-huh. I ran through acoustic and mandolin and stuff like that.
1: Excellent. And I just
0: started expanding more and more with instruments and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, which which brings uh, brings us to your current band, because you play the majority of instruments on the deviance album why don't you tell us about deviance?
0: All right so deviance is a progressive uh, technical death metal band um, a hybrid of those two genres of music progressive and technical with the death metal bass and some other orchestral and jazzy type things in there too right <clears throat> I, I play everything except the drums I write all the music. Uh, you'll hear, you know, obviously vocals, hit You uh, lead and rhythm, guitars, bass, cello, violin, synth, organ, drums. Um, and I might have missed a few things, I don't know.
1: <laughs> when you play so many, when you're pretty much it and another guy on the album, there's some things you might miss. Um, so, <laughs> so this was a labor of love for you, actually. And, you know, which brings me kind of to the... Um, you know when i when i first heard the deviance music it was intense I, I definitely noticed the progressive and the technical uh death metal part of it but then you know you started sharing some of your tracks and I, and I know you personally we've talked before and i see i see a lot of tough stuff coming out of you and into your music um well just i'll just say i think your military comes out a lot in your music or the experiences you had there would you say that's a fair statement
0: yeah, I would say so. Uh, especially I was, you know, a sniper for six years, special operations. So the lyrics are very sh- uh, straightforward, very raw. And I have a few songs about my uh, my experience of being a sniper uh-huh. uh, in the military With my lyrics.
1: What was your latest share? What was, what was the name of that latest share that you had? That song. So
0: uh, it's it's a. Two songs I shared in the one video. Uh The first one's called Subsist, which is, um, it's kind of a philosophical type uh, meaning to maintain maintain oneself at a minimum level. Right. And that one's, you know, very progressive, death metal. And then the second part of that song is called Stoicism.
1: And the two fit excellently together. All right, so Michael, you know, I mean, you always have a lot of music experience. What were some of your influences? What what kind of got you started? What kind of got you progressing?
0: So, so the, the, the... Sorry. The influences that got me started as a kid was the obvious Slayer, Metallica, that stuff like that. But the major influences behind Deviants, the major ones are bands like Cynic, Obscura, Death, Woodchuck, Swan of Possession, Edge of Sanity, and Aglock. There's also some... Atmospheric influences outside of metal, like folks like Joe Pass, Mozart, Haydn, Beethoven, Vivaldi, Miles Davis, Stravinsky, Tchaikovsky. I mean, many others like that.
1: So we've got the whole spectrum of analysis here. We've got we've got anywhere from thrash metal to the creation of death metal with the actual death band to classical music written hundreds of years ago. I mean, your your musical tastes span quite a quite a bit of area there.
0: Yes, that's very true.
1: Do you actually listen to all those types of music away from like recording or something?
0: Yeah, I mean, I listen to you know Cynic and yeah. Agalock all the time. I go to their shows. I even go to a lot of the orchestra, orchestra shows, like I go to the Louisville Orchestra, the Kentucky Orchestra, cool. and they play like Vivaldi, Beethoven, and Mozart, Brahms, and stuff like that.
1: Right. So you know the 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 Cynic and the Agaloc There's a lot of a lot of progressive metal influence there too.
0: Yeah, a lot of nice
1: drawn-out progressive songs. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's excellent. I mean, it's all, those are all great influences and I would think that, you know, playing the guitar and, and uh, the intricacy that you have to have to play prog metal, it, you know, you have to have the classical influence. Yeah,
0: um, for certain aspects that's definitely true.
1: Is that how you learn to change all the different time signatures? Uh, do you use that kind of, you know, do you use that classical change or is that prevalent
0: throughout guitar? Um, I think that's just how, what I enjoy actually. I write weird stuff in my head and then, you know, I might be in class and I write some weird off timing riff in my head. I go hours later and you know, come up with some other idea and by the end of the night I actually put it onto music.
1: Now for the great mental debate listeners that haven't heard or seen from Deviants, I encourage you to get to this video uh subsist and stoicism did i say it right yes yes, that's right those are two songs together and you can look it up on youtube and uh when you say that it was that it was kind of deep but i mean i think that's an understatement um you, you you dude you say some really personal things about the things you experienced when you were at war and it, it's really quite moving um some of it's disturbing some of it is i mean i can't imagine putting that much of yourself Onto paper and into music was it cathartic, or was it emotional? Did it rip open scars? What, how do you, how do you explain that?
0: I mean, it's definitely emotional. I I wanted to portray that in Deviance because that's part of what I want to you know throw out there. And I, I, I think it helps me. Um, like I played a few shows and I talked about this song to a few people uh-huh. and it led to deeper conversations. With all I mean. You know, having a uh, mental disorder like PS- PTSD, it's yes. for some people it's better to talk uh, to people about it. And I get into some moods to where, you know, I don't want to talk about it, but it always helps to talk about it every once in a while with people. And,
1: does, the mu- does the music help? Uh, definitely, yeah.
0: I mean, it, <laughs> it obviously adds to the aggression of death metal, so that never hurts.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty aggressive song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's some pretty messed up stuff in the lyrics, especially the subsist. Uh, I always also have a more straightforward, um, less disturbing song, bereft of life. Uh, that's more about my time as a sniper. But subsist, I oh. mean, that song is talking more about PTSD. Um, you know, my time in Afghanistan. And, uh, where
1: well, I mean, it, it's certainly not the only type of song on the album. I mean, you have songs about uh, belief or lack thereof. You have songs about your experience as a sniper. You have songs about, you know, uh, like you talked about the PTSD. I mean, it's a there's a wide array of music on that album. How many tracks are on that album?
0: That's 11 tracks, roughly, roughly about 50, maybe a little bit longer, 50 minutes, something like that, 11 tracks. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and it's some, it's some deep stuff, but it's some enjoyable stuff musically too. I mean, it's there's it, it kind of has a contrast. I mean, the music reflects the the lyrics a lot, and but there are parts in it that are. I mean, I could definitely hear your your jazz influence in some of it, even.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, I definitely you know, especially my chord progressions are very jazz based, and my my weird time signatures back and forth and uh, uh-huh. whatnot. Yeah, that's very jazz based.
1: Yeah, that's well, excellent. Excellent music. Now um, it's been out for. Uh, you released it on what? May the what?
0: May first, Friday, May first.
1: Friday, May first, and, and you've had a, a pretty good response to it, dude.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, I think uh, I think it's going pretty well. Better than I expected, definitely.
1: Yeah, I mean, and 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 for a musician, you know, that that's putting out their first album. Uh, obviously, not your first album, but your first solo. Not not really even solo. Your first. Uh, attempt you know just you putting it all together you uh, know it's difficult you know it, it's uh, you know, it you, do you think it's worth it
0: um... i mean I, I have a passion for art and i i enjoy it i, I would do it no matter what the response is but I, like you said i think the response is real well which coming from woolville you know you're basically in the bible though i'm talking right. about songs about philosophy um, you know, religion in a philosophical way. I'm talking about songs about you know child brides. You know, right. uh, substance. Yeah. Where I talk about you know picking my my good friend's brains up off the ground after he killed himself. Stuff like that. So you never know how yeah. people are going to accept that around here. Yeah,
1: it's intense. I mean, and and you know, I don't know what we're going to do with you. Godless atheists. We're just not gonna have to let stop writing music or change our beliefs, right?
0: I guess so. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> yeah. I I
1: can I can say that to Michael because we sometimes have a back and forth. Um, well, um, so let's look to the future a little bit. What do you want to do with Deviants? You know, you want to keep writing albums for it? You want to change your style, or you know, w- what are your plans for it?
0: Um, I want to get more. In depth with what I've already accomplished and go even further. Um, I really don't want to discuss in detail what the next album is going to be like because I I see, I'm probably going to release it in like two, maybe two and a half years. But I guess some of my goals are the the hardest thing and the greatest thing that I want to accomplish is reach an open minded fan base of things like jazz, philosophy, metal, even science. Aggression, uh, orchestral backgrounds, logics, civil issues, and forward thinking, while reaching and elevating myself as a musician, and putting on a unique and truly artistic performance—all original.
1: You got shows? I heard you mentioned shows. Can you, have you got any scheduled? What's coming up? All right. So um,
0: I just got done doing a short little ten-day tour, um, uh-huh. mostly through like Ohio. I played local and a couple of shows in Indiana. Um uh-huh. so I got those knocked out. That really helped me I think with my experience being up there by myself. But I have a show in Detroit in early June. I have two shows in North Carolina in late June and then I have a whole west coast show, west coast tour which is about three and a half weeks. I've that from late July to mid August.
1: Excellent, man. I, I that's the first I've heard of that. That's great news, dude. Um <laughs> I, I want to ask you, though, because you do play all the instruments, um, how's, the, how's the tracking going, uh, playing live?
0: Yeah, live, it's technical mode by itself, Just on guitar is not easy, but right. I'm up there by myself, it's, you know, a drum and bass backing track, and then I play uh-huh. the guitars and all the solos, and I do all the vocals up there.
1: <laughs> That's intense, man. Now let me ask you this at any point at some point do you plan on want to or don't want to add other musicians to the band
0: Um I I don't I don't see a reason I I don't have a real big reason to so I'm going to try to do it by myself mm-hmm. I might always you know Uh, take some time off and maybe work on another project, like five years from now or something like that, but I'll always fall back on this and you know, do it by myself properly. Yeah,
1: that's cool, man. Definitely don't have any creative differences there.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. I mean, (laughs) a lot of stuff going on in my head sometimes,
1: especially
0: with all these crazy changes and stuff like that.
1: Sure, yeah. Yeah. Now, Uh, For listeners who don't know, where can they go to get um, Deviant's merchandise and music?
0: Uh, Right now, the best place to go is I have some uh, information on my Facebook. It's facebook.com slash deviant666. That's probably your favorite website. Um, I have all my stuff for sale on there and you can always contact me through there i'm on there very consistently i'm also on youtube and twitter but all my stuff for sale is on facebook plenty of plenty of stuff if you want to get something
1: all right well michael i have heard uh, many of the songs on the album and intend on actually buying the album very soon and i want to encourage our great metal debate listeners to do that check out deviance 666 at facebook check out Michael and the music and merchandise of Deviant. you will not be disappointed Michael thank you for joining us tonight
0: Hey thank you for having me Brian